Welcome to Season 2, Episode 19 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons, and a fifth season that gives off some bad vibes. Today, we are talking about Season 2, Episode 19 of Fringe, The Man from the Other Side. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. I'm Charlie. And hey, I'm David. So we've definitely used bad vibes before. Oh, have we? God damn it, I have another one. No, 100%, because I've made the joke of that's an inside joke. Well, no, because Reference. someone said it, I re- and then I recall going, no one's going to get that. <laughs> like, ah, this all makes sense now. Man, <laughs> for some like, reason, oh no, that's why. I was listening to the song 100% today. 100% used bad vibes. I was listening to the song today that's like the, like, give me bad vibes, bad thoughts, I, whatever, that song. Um, and that's why, but yeah, no, I have another oh, one. Oh, I know exactly what song you're talking yeah. about. I was listening to that recently. Yeah. So what? what song? I think Sleepwalk by Forest Day. Okay. The only song about vibrations Bad that I know by heart song. is Good Vibrations by, no, it's by Marky K-Flay. Mark and the Funky Bunch. Is it by K-Flay? Yeah, it's called Bad Vibes by K-Flay. Oh, I think we're thinking about different songs then. I, oh, Sleepwalk is Bad Thoughts Give Me Bad Dreams which Make Me Sleepwalk. Nah, I'm, I'm talking K-Flay, Bad Vibes. Um, but you can see why I would think that. Yes. <laughs> when, you, when you went, Bad Vibes Give Me Blah. <laughs> Anyways, um, I, I got another one. Listen, I can I can restart, but also absolutely not. God damn it! <laughs> Just have to remember my other one for three fucking weeks. Write it down somewhere. Never. <laughs> like the whole thing is so whenever difficult. I see you post a thing that shows my name at the front, I have to go. Oh shit! What's my placeholder? And I start thinking at that moment. <laughs> I'm not gonna place it until real late <laughs> next time. Then when you're up, <laughs> I'm gonna be really sad. <laughs> It's going to be, like, right before. <laughs> You're just going to get a worse placeholder is what's going to happen. <laughs> Listen, just get better intros. Never. So so what have you guys been up to You're recently? one to talk, David. <laughs> I have the best intros. <laughs> you have the most unique intros. I'll give you that one. Uh, I have been counting down the days till my vacation hits. It's a very exciting time. That's a nice thing. I'm going to actually make sure I take a couple days off around Christmas, despite the fact that, like, <laughs> technically I don't have, I'm not supposed to, but it's fine. I'm not even going to get to fully relax on my vacation, because I have to start packing as soon as I'm done work. Yeah, that part's going to be fun. Listen, just <laughs> do it how I've always done my packing. Even if I'm packing up a whole house of shit, I do it the two days before. David, you can, you can attest to that, even. Yes. <laughs> I would lose my mind. We did it. Is all I'm gonna say. Like, it was it was the worst thing ever, but we did oh, it. Oh man, it was that was a thing, dude. <laughs> that was the worst thing ever, but we did it. And so the worst thing, David. That's not even the worst one I've done. Oh man. Ooh, Bioware's announcing a new game. Oh yeah. By by the way, listeners, the Game Awards is going on right now, so I'm watching that stream in a second window. <laughs> yeah, because David's bad at his job. <laughs> Game Wars is going on, and then it was Star Wars uh, shareholder day, so they announced like 50. I didn't know that. Hayden Christensen is back as Darth Vader for the Obi-Wan show. Ooh, that's awesome. Uh, How caught up on Mandalorian are you guys? Not Not at all. all. I can't say the other thing because it's legitimate spoilers (gasps) for Mandalorian. Dragon Age! Oh, Oh, new Dragon Age? Cool. Uh, There's a new animated like Clone Wars style show that's supposed to be Fall of the Republic. There's a there's a bunch of shit coming. That's exciting. More stuff building on Mandalorian. Uh ten it was ten Star Wars properties and ten Marvel properties were announced today. 
Interesting. Oh, that's a, that's a lot. Studios. Is that Marvel Studios stuff or like Marvel Comics? No, this was this was Disney doing it, so it would have been Marvel Studios. Well, they own Marvel Comics too. I would assume at their big share shareholder presentation, it's gonna be TV shows. They're not gonna talk about the new Spider Man comic. <laughs> Which <laughs> look, one? We look, Silk's back. Everyone loves Silk. Wow. <laughs> the last big comic revival I re- I decently got into was the X Men one because it made X Men fun again. I just had so many problems with Silk just as a character because it just came with literally. Uh, I don't want to get into it. Yep, <laughs> nope, that's, this is... We don't need to go into. Uh, we don't need to go into comic book chat. Listen, that's we, another. We are, uh, we, are, we are nerds, but we're trying not to be that much of nerds. Oh, I uh, I started playing Cyberpunk. Ah, you you have joined the uh, the. I obtained the group. I obtained a copy of Cyberpunk. I'll leave it Have at you that. met Keanu Reeves yet? No, because I, I only played for like an hour today. Um, somehow I can run it decently. It's probably only 30 frames, but I can run it at high settings. Really? An accomplishment listen, for my CPU. Listen, you that just need to go get a little four chord bastard. <laughs> go, go People get are having issues with the 3090. Are they? Uh oh. People are having issues with the 3080. Uh, fine. Go get the 6900 XT. I don't think it's a bottleneck issue. It's an optimization issue. Yes, just just go get it anyways. It's a funny number on a <laughs> GPU. Oh, new roguelike that you guys might like. Oh god, I have so many. But just... yeah, um, it seems fun. Uh, I haven't hit any of the bugs people have been complaining about. Or I've hit some of them, probably a couple audio glitches. Uh, but yeah, pick this up in like six, seven months when all the patches are out that make it decent, like Witcher 3. I'm just going <laughs> to wait for it to go to like at least 50% off, and then maybe. Yeah, Which no, like seriously, wait a, wait a year and it'll hit a Steam sale. Yep. And it'll be optimized and there's probably going to be DLC out at that point. But it feels so Witcher uh, You're a little time. quiet, Nick. Can you get closer to your mic or speak up a little? I can get closer to my mic. Oh, awesome. that sounds so much better. Wow. All right. Wow. <laughs> the, the mic is going to, I don't know, man, the, the, the boom is, is doing a slight swing. So if, it, if I start to get quieter again, just yell at me. Okay. Fair enough. Can, <laughs> if um, we just have it dangling on a cord, and then we can calculate the noise difference to see how long that cord is and how far away you are from oh the microphone. God. So mm. I am also counting down the days to my vacation. Unemployment. Quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, I'm not unemployed because I'm self-employed right now. So just my company's not going to have any work anymore. <laughs> So unemployed. Well, no. Well, no, because I'm still employed by myself. <laughs> I still got to pay myself a salary. Just run your business into debt, paying yourself a salary, and then declare bankruptcy. I feel like that's illegal. <laughs> um, It's just going to do a lot of bad things to you. That's what it's going to do. <laughs> I feel like that's very illegal. Now, it might also be illegal, which will be one of the bad things. Anyways, um... Yeah, why don't we just get right into this? Yeah, uh, episode, I, did, I, didn't, unless, I didn't have anything. Did you have too an exciting. update? I, I listen. <laughs> have I've, you done anything interesting? Um, yeah, I've, I've, I'm just about finished. On Monday, I finished up my last course in my grad studies that I'm like a student in, which is kind of <laughs> weird. Um, I had to submit my second last paper today. It's due tomorrow, but Ooh. got it done today because my group member is like actually like good at things. It's great. 
Um, but yeah, so I've got one more thing and I'm done with courses. And then it's just pulling my hair out over research for a, a while. Why are you pulling your hair out? Is that part of your research? Yeah. Are you researching Rogaine? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. That's the best joke you've made in a while. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting. Uh, somehow, Charlie, that joke was better. <laughs> but yeah, All right, no. TV guide time. All right, I can, I can read out some TV guide. Let me... Oh god, I gotta scroll up. We we talk too much. What the fuck? Um, what are you scrolling up for? It's like five. Oh, I also have mine as a portrait mode monitor. So yeah, I'm on a laptop right Disgusting. now. The TV guide <laughs> for this episode reads: it's The mysterious fate of two teens at a vacant warehouse suggests that Thomas Jerome, New- Jerome Newton and the shapeshifters have returned, sending Walter to the lab to analyze new evidence and Olivia and Peter to Massive Dynamic for more clues. Oh my god, British villain, villain's back after disappearing Ooh. for like 15 fucking episodes. Is this an it's... Assassin's Creed game? What am I watching? David, stop it. <laughs> don't make, want don't the make listeners... us find a way to make Gregory mute, mute you. I want the listeners to know exactly where I, where I when this is taking place. <laughs> I don't. David, By my, my entire thing is being vague. You're making that hard right now. You two listeners, if you can figure out what part of the Game Awards stream I'm talking about, you can determine exactly what time we did this recording. <laughs> hey guys, we recorded this in mid-November. David's just lying. <laughs> <laughs> He's just really good at predict. No, what is this game? Exactly, God I don't know what it, this guys. is. All right, I'll start talking about the episode. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, Nick, it looks like a Viking Assassin's Creed game. And then a fucking dragon popped up out of nowhere. But also, it can't oh. be Vikings Assassin's Creed because Valhalla already came out. <laughs> There's a fucking Minotaur. What is this game? <sighs> That's a dragon. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> no, Anyways, no. Nick, please, oh, no. please, please. What is this episode? Oh, no. I enjoyed this episode. <laughs> it was a good episode. Dude, those are big dogs. <laughs> All right, <laughs> my stream's ahead of Davis. <laughs> so, okay, I'm just gonna pretend they don't exist for a little bit. Uh, so we we open up we open up to the a, a, a great Canadian rock band there, um, Rush, playing on the on I guess the stereo probably um, of two teens hanging out in a car by an abandoned warehouse as you do. Nothing suspicious. Uh, don't Doing worry about it. the new Canadian, uh, standard practice of smoking some weed. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, God, is it, I love is having it, legalized marijuana. Is it legal in Massachusetts now as well? Now? I don't know. Maybe? Definitely not back then. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. He's but riding yeah, the dragon. <laughs> So, they are... I'm so sorry, listeners, for this train wreck of an episode. Don't don't apologize to our listeners, David. Apologize to me. Just watch the stream as well. This is not Game Awards podcast. No! Oh, is this Elden Ring? No, it's Crimson Rain, I think. Crimson (laughs) Desert? What? Yeah, Crimson Desert. Yeah, we open up on some kids smoking the ganja. And obviously it's getting they're hitting it too hard because um shit starts going in this uh 
like a bunch of shit just starts like flying out of this the well, abandoned yeah, there's warehouse. A small that sorry, what what does them having smoking weed have to do with an explosion <laughs> in an industrial building? Because obviously it's made up in their mind just like the weird goop that's coming out because that couldn't exist in real life. <laughs> that's obviously well, no, this a hallucination. Is just, this is just fringe telling you that drugs are bad because the person who smoked the weed dies horribly. <laughs> Just remember, yeah, he kids, like, if you go, uh, if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. Jeez, oh, <laughs> yes. Have you oh, not dude. seen that clip? Oh, Tra- I David, I played it for you. I get it. Um, I get the reference. Yeah. So Stoner boyfriend goes into the warehouse to be like, "What the fuck's going on?" and finds like 3D milk goo. <laughs> I hated this, guys. <laughs> I didn't like this cold open. Mm, David, it, did it like, look like a delicious glass of milk out on the counter? Oh, and then have it, I told that story in podcasts? No, I don't think you've told that story to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, basically, one time when I was like ten or something around that age, uh, mm. my parents and I went on a trip to China. I think I do remember we were gone this story. For about a week or two weeks. And right before we left, I was drinking a glass of milk. Literally, as my parents were getting the suitcases to get into the taxi to go to the airport, um, I poured myself a big, tall glass of milk. And my mom went, David, come on, we got to leave. And I went, oh, okay. So I put the glass of milk down on the counter, the kitchen counter. (laughs) And then we went to China. And then (laughs) 10 days passed. And we came back. And I ran into the house first. And I saw the glass of milk on the counter and went, man, I'm thirsty. I could go for some milk. (laughs) (laughs) So I picked up the glass of milk. And I say milk. It was yogurt at this point. And gave it a big gulp, felt the chunks, and then immediately spewed it out. Oh, that's so nasty. (laughs) And so um, that's why I can't drink more milk. Because anytime I smell or like taste warm milk, I think back to that moment, being ten years old, drinking ten day old <laughs> milk that had been left on a counter in the middle of summer. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. Yeah, one, not a one good day, time. One day well, no, when you're is... drunk, I'm going to give you milk, and it's going to be warm. If as long as you clean up the mess, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be in your house, and then I'll leave. <laughs> oh, or maybe I'll throw up and break your garbage cans this time. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Maybe I'll sing in my sleep this time. That's also fair. Oh. I'm very yeah, sad we so, to do that this year. So 3D 3D milk that solidifies into like a nightmare. It, yep. Like it's it's got a head. It's basically an egg. It's it's. Uh, inter-universe egg except Ooh. one has already hatched and pops up behind him in all of its newborn goodness oh newborn fetus oh. goodness but That's like a grown man fetus goodness hey i think i think they had some prosthetics left over from last episode and just like stretched that skin on these because oh boy it does it does look very similar to the uh previous episode Honestly, it Which reminded me of uh, like. the pilot. <gasps> Swedish Chef is on Overcooked. Oh, that's exciting. Hurdy gurdy. Hurdy gurdy gurdy. All right, guys, <laughs> we're almost through the cold open. <laughs> <laughs>
I believe but yeah, it's... so newborn like cracks his neck and then oh look, it's a shapeshifter. It's like a worse vo- this is what Voldemort should have looked like because he also has no nose. Yeah. This is what Voldemort should have looked like. Oh god, I forgot how bad the ugh. they it's went full horrific, CG on dude. the transformation too, and then yeah, it's a shapeshifter. He puts the the crunchy he, he does, needles in. He does a solid like seven out of ten neck snap. Like it's no David Robert Jones, but like it's pretty no. good. It's a pretty that, good neck snap, dude. It's it's no David Robert I think Jones. You guys David Robert Jones does it with style. No. Dude, David <laughs> Robert Jones has the best neck snap in the history of television. Like the problem is, is like, sure, in many other TV shows, that'd be a ten out of ten neck snap, but like the bar was set way too high in season one, and we're <laughs> never gonna live up to it. Literally <laughs> never. So, okay, hey. that's a that's fair, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, shapeshifter takes the form of the stoner boyfriend. He gets back in the car, and the girlfriend's like, "Oh my god, where were you? I got high without you again. What the fuck? I want to leave. Let's drive home high. That's smart. Don't do it, kids." And then he like looks at her all creepy, and she's like, "What's going? On? Oh my god, there's a monster!" And then he like hits her, and uh, then we cut to credits or Yay. the cold open. And, and we get uh, a we get a horror movie scream. She does a horror movie scream. Yeah, we do. It's it's good to be back to basics with Fringe. What would the twist be on this episode if he wasn't a shapeshifter, and he just got too high and was like, "I'm a domestic abuser now." <laughs> and then no, there's a zombie that's not an, that that's like not comes an out episode from the of woodwork. Fringe anymore. That's an episode of Criminal Minds <laughs> yeah, or like Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> It's fringe because they have the other creepy baby, but. Well, uh, wait, are we are we saying that the fact that he saw a creepy baby made him realize that one, he never wants to have children and two, he must become <laughs> an abuser so as to not have them? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Why not just dump her? Jeez. <laughs> I think Nick, someone why? told him. I think someone told him to dump her and he obviously this man is disturbed in this hypothetical and he took that to mean as dump her body in the alley where no one will find it oh, also i'd God. like to apologize for my previous statements those were way too dark uh <laughs> i apologize to nothing i'm gonna cut out that apology oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> can you just beep it out instead <laughs> i'd like to apologize for beep no it's just gonna be i would like to beep <laughs> i would like to i would like to become a domestic abuser <laughs> Charlie, no. <laughs> and it's on you, David. And it's on you. Time to send your girlfriend that sound clip, Charlie. <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> Anyways, cold opens over. <laughs> we open oh, back geez. up and Walter is looking at some pictures on on yeah. the bed. It's real happy. He's looking at some old family photos. Definitely not trying to work up the courage to anything. Yeah, um, he's also decided, um, hey, I want this house to be clean. And well-ordered house is a sign of a well-ordered mind, which speaks very poorly to me. I feel personally attacked. You should. With that statement. <laughs> yeah, our house was in pretty good order, David. Is a well-organized uh, uh, house a mattress on a floor? We, we made sure you didn't do that for too long. <laughs> I had that for a while going on for me. (laughs) Is a well-ordered house a box fort made out of Amazon boxes? (laughs) Right in the living room? (laughs) And supported by a shower 
uh, shower curtain rod that we bought specifically for the purpose <laughs> for of the structural box. support? I don't know. I'm pretty sure a well-ordered house is one where the only time that you do cleaning is right before um, friends are coming over for D&D and you make it just a little bit nicer than it was last time. <laughs> that was also fun. <laughs> like, what can we do this time? Well, we have these paintings. I guess we're hanging some paintings. God, those were the worst to hang. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So Walter's organizing and trying to find stuff and... Peter is like, what do you, you know what? Stop going crazy on this clean house stuff. We're going to make a pecan pie. Yeah. You love pie, don't you, Walter? Okay, also, quick aside, how do you pronounce the the first word in that pie? Pecan. Pecan. Huh. I don't know who's wrong here. Both of us. Probably. There we go. <laughs> That's fair. It's probably something dumb like pecanded. Pecanda, I like it. <laughs> Pecanda. Pecanda. Uh, but yeah, Peter's like, I want to bake a pie with you, Dad. And Walter's like, Nah, we will hold off on the pie talk until we have a serious discussion. I have many things to tell you, and this is very serious. And then, and then, and if then I Peter am interrupted again, <laughs> if I am interrupted once, I will <laughs> neglect this conversation for a later date. And surely the consequences will be grave. Yay. <laughs> oh, what's that? Olivia's calling? Never mind. All right. We'll talk well, about I mean, this later. To be fair, they are about to go deal with a murder case. It wouldn't be great to blow his mind with the news right now. <laughs> to be fair, the murder case isn't even what they care about here. They show up, they're like, yeah, some teens were murdered. But look at this. <laughs> but look at this egg. <laughs> I mean, look at this been... weird flesh thing. Uh, no, I have a problem with what happens later, so we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Olivia's like, hey, crime scene, bring Walter's field kit. Let's get going. Uh, they show up, and the stoner girlfriend is dead in the car, and her neck has been snapped, and she has three crunchy puncture wounds in the roof of her mouth. Yeah, that might have been why they were called. Man, can you imagine the FBI being like, hey, any case where you notice this thing, call us. And, like, that's I all mean, that you're told. Oh, that's pretty fair, because it could be, like, for as far as they know, it could be, like, a weird cult thing, right? Yeah, that or, like, a serial killer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, this yeah, is the sign right. of, Like, I feel like they already have a bunch of those. Like, th- that's an MO, essentially. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Or you just put out, like, flag any cases, send them to the FBI if they happen to have this specific thing. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's too strange. No, 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 that's probably very regular. It's probably the most normal thing Fringe does. <laughs> or has um, done. Yeah, and Olivia's like, wow, it's been so long since we heard from the shapeshifters and looks directly in the camera. So long. <laughs> it's almost the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, JJ? <sighs> um, and then from we have our first Fringe wiki entry. Oh, God, kill me. Walter finds the narcotic cigarette that was being smoked in the car and compares it its quality to what he grows just call so it we, a joint we know uh, the writer isn't cool so <laughs> we know so charlie i'd like to point out i'm in the july um 2010 version and you want to know what mine says for act one what nothing i'm, I'm gonna read i'm gonna read out everything that's in act one the fringe team is called in to handle the investigation at the scene of the crime the team discovers an unhatched pod that contains a lifeless embryo of a third shapeshifter end of act one <laughs> don't even mention it. <laughs> I have three paragraphs. <laughs> so that means someone went in and decided, nah, this isn't enough. 
Which, fair, it isn't. But, uh. <laughs> so we know for the May 20th, 2013, the writer of this section of the wiki is a middle-aged white Christian man. <laughs> as they're the only ones I have ever heard describe a joint as a narcotic cigarette. Marijuana yeah, cigarettes. That's, that's a weird term. Just call it a joint unless you're a fucking narc. <laughs> You know or, what I miss? You know what I miss about weed being illegal? Is calling people narcs? No, is being at a party and having that sort of thing where you're like, are these people cool? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, just be like, hey man, what's uh what's going on in the garage? <laughs> like trying to figure out if the people at the party are cool. <laughs> and if like you can smoke or people are smoking. Like, I miss that part. <laughs> Cause now it's just like, hey, I'm gonna go out in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I already bought gummies, I'm good. <laughs> like, you, you got a USB charger for my vape? <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> that it is. Kids, kids today don't know the struggle. <laughs> well, they just don't know that, like, because there was definitely, like, a coolness factor to that, which I don't think would exist anymore. <laughs> like, That's fair. They don't know keeping your eye out for that guy who's looking back and forth three times before he opens up that door that is immediately <laughs> shut before anything can get out. Yeah. You stood just close enough to go, oh, yeah, they're smoking weed in this house. <laughs> they're like, awesome, they're cool. But then, but then you got to talk to someone to make sure you can go in there and they're not going to freak out. Because you got to show you're cool, too. Yeah, That's it was a whole course. song and dance. Of course. As we all know, I am by far the most knowledgeable on the marijuana yeah. products. <laughs> Remember, kids, the moral of the story is drugs make you cool. <laughs> hey, kids, I'm here and I haven't done the drugs. He hasn't even drunk anything. Yeah, I'm. I'm, and look at me. I'm with these two cool guys. <laughs> Our coolness just went down, Charlie. God damn it. <laughs> Any coolness we had just decreased. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did their coolest meters go down? Oh, they're Nick. They said, "Oh shit!" God <laughs> damn it, Charlie. <laughs> note it. Someone note it. Someone write yeah. a note. Fuck me. That's that's like super not cool. <laughs> that that don't need to get removed. Please create a note for that and also put it in editing request. God so damn I it, don't Charlie. Forget. I'm sorry, Charlie. <laughs> do the note. I'm going to editing request. That that I don't think it works over there. <laughs> Oh, doesn't work in editing requests. God damn it, Charlie. How no, is this Oh, there we go. It was also an editing request. Cool. I just put it in editing requests, and it said that emoji doesn't work here because it's from a different server. Okay. Um. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> where are we in this episode? <laughs> marijuana cigarettes. Uh, Narcotic yeah, so cigarettes. They find the marijuana cigarette, and they're like, oh, man, at least she got to die happy. And then Olivia is good at her job because she looks at the joint, and she's like, Hey, her, uh, she's wearing lipstick, but there's no list lipstick on the joint. And so then they're like, oh, I guess there was another person. I guess we should look into this giant warehouse next to the parked car. No one's hey. done it yet. Hey, <laughs> like, hey, Olivia, maybe she's wearing no smudge lipstick. <laughs> oh, no. no, she just, Olivia just knows that this girl's really lame and not actually into weed. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she did the thing where she held the joint with her teeth in order to not get <laughs> lipstick <laughs> on it. <laughs> but instead they go inside oh, so and... much nostalgia in one conversation <laughs> my problem so my problem with this scene is that they find a dead body in a car in front of a warehouse and are you telling me that no one goes to investigate the warehouse until now 
Like, also, was she placed in the driver's seat or was she still in the passenger seat? Uh, I think she was still in the passenger seat. Which no, is... sorry. Wiki says she's behind the wheel, so they moved her. Okay. That's that's fair, because if she was in the passenger seat, they would have thought right away that there's a second person, right? Yeah. But or hey, they, they do go inside and go, oh man, look, there's there's this dude here. Oh, look, his lipstick's on the, uh, on the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look, a glass of milk. Oh, there's like there's milk stains on the floor too, like it's where his real body bad. is. Yeah. And so they go and they're like, "Oh, hey. <laughs> um, there's three prong, there's three crunchy holes in his mouth. Must have been the shapeshifters." And Peter manages to uncover the hidden like <laughs> malfunctioning egg that was disguised so brilliantly by the other shapeshifters putting a cardboard box over top of it. So I'm a big fan of Peter taking out his phone at this point and going, hey guys, welcome to my unboxing video today. <laughs> today, this random shit I found in a warehouse. Oh god, this is this is a nightmare. <laughs> mm, I, don't this, I don't think this gets to go on YouTube. Because 2010 <laughs> feels like a time where unboxing videos were like a big thing. Unboxing videos are still a big thing, dude. Yeah. yeah. What's the Marquez Browning? His, that's his channel. Interesting. Well, there's, the, there's the one channel like the child who unboxes toys and he's like a millionaire now or something. Yeah, it's depressing. God. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, back back we... to the episode. They find they find the nightmare fuel um of our episode. Yay. The dead nightmare fuel. Yes. So happy. And <laughs> hey, Walter immediately goes, Ah yes, let me stab this thing. Um and... I mean that's my that's my gut instinct is I need a knife to kill this thing. Or stab it to see if it is in fact dead. And some some mercury <laughs> slides out onto his hands. Well, yeah, he just sticks his hand in and then pulls out. And it's like mm, mercury. Let me keep touching it with these very thin plastic gloves. I'm sure this is fine. Well, and Those also he pulls aren't out porous. The, the device. He also pulls out the like shapeshifter device as well, which is super cool. Um, and yeah, no, um, there's so nothing weird about I, this at all. I have questions then. If so, he cut into the thing and pulled out the device. Yes. Is the shapeshifter inside an egg, and the device and the shapeshifter are inside the egg, or is the egg itself the shapeshifter, and they have to like somehow pull the device out of like their own ribs? I think a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Gross, so, and I hate it. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Just, just from what I saw here, I'm pretty sure that they're just like in a pod. Like essentially, they've got like. You know, almost like a uterus around them. Um, and they just stuck that inside. I would have paid you to not make that analogy. <laughs> I would have paid you not to say the word uterus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... Certain words need not be said. Truly upsetting. <laughs> I'm glad that I've been the upsetting one in this episode so far. Seriously, dude. What the... <laughs> what? Why? We're just chilling watching game trailers and you gotta talk about fringe. <laughs> talk this, about is, this is our like... game awards stream podcast. <laughs> Why are you here upsetting us? Talking about those Why crunchy is... mouthfeels and things. Is is Vin Diesel in a new Tarok Dinosaur Hunter game? I think he is. God, alright. Guys, we're in <laughs> act two now. I believe in us. <laughs> they just start talking. Alright. Well, um, hey, let's cut away from uh, Nightmare Fuel and instead go to Happy Cool, the teenagers are still alive and completely cool and fine. 
Oh, um, yeah, totally. And have taken an interest in typewriters. Yes. Ooh. This is the same store we saw last time, right? With the shapeshifters with Charlie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wasn't and, quite sure. It looked like the same set, but and this you never time, quite know. Um, and this time, our, our good friend, uh, Thomas Newton... Uh, or just Newton, because that's me. whatever I'm He's a three-name man. Yeah. All villains in Fringe are three names. Thomas Jerome <laughs> Newton. Uh, <laughs> to be an arch-villain in Fringe, you must go by your three names. <laughs> Middle name is an important part of Fringe. <laughs> so Tell yeah, me no, you're evil. <laughs> Thomas Jerome Newton has decided to, like, go away from being a shapeshifter, because, first of all, he hasn't actually changed out of his, like, the body that he came in, um, which is cool. Um, and has decided to just be a, like a happy typewriter salesman. And these two teens are just really interested in learning more about typewriters. I like this interpretation. <laughs> Why couldn't the episode just be this? Listen, I'm just saying, we, we've seen what happened to shapeshifters um, when they've stayed in the same body for too long with Cough Cough Charlie. But Thomas Drum Newton, he's fine. I think the difference is that um, the he at least Thomas Drum Newton is being revived from the frozen head, right? Yep. So there must be something about that that makes this okay for him. <laughs> okay, whatever you is say. Is my thought process. <laughs> hey man, whatever you say. Uh, but yeah, they're, um, they just decide to strike up a nice conversa- conversation about typewriters. Um, they start talking about some other guys that they know that are super into typewriters. Um, bring up some files because they're really, really into typewriters. And um, they're like, all right, we got to go get these, collect these people for the typewriter club. All right, you get this person. You get this person. Where's the third person? We need more for our typewriter club. And they're like, oh, he didn't make it. Sorry, man. Couldn't come today. Um, or like any day. He kind of quit on the job. Um and I like, ooh, well, this this meeting's really important. Um, we'll still get it done. I'll just take this person for the typewriter job. Um, but they're like, hey, you can't shapeshift. How yeah. are you going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't worry, I'll figure something out. Well, no, they're like, hey, man, but everyone knows that you're the typewriter lead. What are you going to do about it? And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I can, I can find another way. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the shapeshifters are just really into typewriters, and that's it. Why is this starring Vin Diesel? I don't understand. <laughs> so while uh, they're discussing typewriters, um, <laughs> we move back over to the lab uh, where we're back to Nightmare Fuel. Um, and Walter yep, 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 is yep, yep, yep. performing his autopsy, quote unquote, um, on the thing. Yeah, he's he's going to cut it open and see how it works. Yeah, but before they do that, they uh, start talking about this weird like glitch that happened on TVs around that neighborhood um, last night. Because uh, you're watching this nice like nature documentary about elephants, and then all of a sudden it switches to a news channel for a second and back. Um, and it only happened for like these people in this neighborhood. And they're like, that's kind of yeah. weird. Like, Should- this is probably suspect. <laughs> Yeah, universally seems... suspect. Yeah, so let's uh, let's let's go talk to Massive Dynamic. They probably know what's going on. And we get our favorite be- well, dude back. Yeah. Well, before Brandon comes back, Walter does also say, "Hey, shapeshifters have to be partly mechanical because they cross over in a way that only like inorganic stuff can. Humans can't cross over this way." Yes, we, we get that the, the shapeshifter pod that we've seen there is probably what they, like, initially come over as. It's Terminator like t- rules. Yeah, Terminator yes. rules. 
where only bio well actually uh, it's kind of reverse terminator rules because terminator is only biological things in time travel and this they have to be partially mechanical right yeah yeah inverse time uh, uh, um terminator rules <laughs> they do still come out naked though so you know in the worst possible way oh like, yeah naked arnold schwarzenegger that's a pretty good time <laughs> Whatever the fuck that creepy baby is, hell yeah, this no. is this is not a good time. <laughs> Literally inverse Terminator. It it really is inverse Terminator. <laughs> it looks like they turned Arnold Schwarzenegger inside out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We get Brandon back though. Yeah, Charlie, you want to take over on the Brandon section because he is your favorite. God, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> This also, it, there's some nice set dressing too because he's like running through all the stuff and it's, he's like looking at the recording. He's like, um, oh, this isn't the sound you're hearing on the anomaly. It's not language. It's trigonomic math. Some weird gobbledygook. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, radio waves emitted during a solar flare because I know that sound off by heart. Well, no, because he picked up one as well at about the same time. He knows it by heart. Yes. Don't don't you listen to the listen to the sun when you go to sleep at night? I mean, technically, yes. <laughs> I mean, technically, aren't we all listening to the sun always? <laughs> exactly. There's just that huge void between us and the sun, so it doesn't really get through. Yeah, it is a little bit harder to transmit those like sound waves. Yes. Uh, but it is nice set dressing because there's just like fast food containers and cups everywhere in this room. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost like Master Dynamic makes Brandon live there. I think Brandon makes Brandon live there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Master uh, Dynamic is forcing him to be here. Poor I think I think they're like Brandon. You know, with all the money we're paying you, you can get a nice apartment and get nice food. And he goes, or I could sleep under my desk and order burgers every single night. Yep, that seems like the right way to go. I mean, hey, that sounds great to me. <laughs> of course it would. You're an animal. <laughs> he, he really is. Oh. <laughs> what? Why, David? What? Wrong uh, channel. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> um, yeah, so Brandon's like, I also recorded uh, a solar flare around the same time, but it can't be the same one because they're not time synchronized they're off and olivia's like oh that one's easy um yeah it is easy yeah exactly um the radio waves um from the broadcast mix-up came from the parallel universe and brandon's like oh yeah cool they're probably out of sync but sometimes come into alignment which means that's when the shapeshifters jumped over so uh, he does some quick um calculations like oh the next time they'll be in perfect sync will be 3 31 p.m tomorrow which uh, i just find this super weird because it means that they're like going at like different frequencies and it just it confuses me i don't understand so also like the computer at this point like pops up and, be, and he's like oh look i found a match for it or something <laughs> well yeah <laughs> like, later in time and i'm just like it didn't seem like he pressed any other buttons for this to happen. Like, it just happened. Like, what, the computer just did this by itself? Well, no. Brandon's <laughs> just super into music and was trying to t- figure out the time signatures and accidentally became a genius. <laughs> did Did you know a solar flare goes at 816 time signature? 
there's so much of just coincidence things happen in this episode that I don't like. Like, it's a fine episode. It's just these kind of things really bug me. To be fair, it's because they didn't have time to like... they. They didn't have time for an extra scene of them going, Brandon going, hmm, let me try and figure this out. Typey, typey, typey. Uh, I mean, you could have... <laughs> why not? <laughs> you could have had Brandon be like, I'll analyze these, I'll get back to you. Send them back to the lab, have a different conversation about something, and then have Brandon call and be like, I figured it out. <laughs> no, like, that's why not, does Brandon, Brandon sound Brandon's like that? Brandon's not a phone call guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon needs his screen time. Brand- Brandon needs his screen time. It's important to him. Uh... Uh, we cut back to uh, Thomas Jerome Newton and his shapeshifters, and he's giving them new identities, and he's like, Hi, uh, Stoner Girl, you will become Ben McAllister, Miscal- and Stoner Boy, you will become David Wu. This this guy. <laughs> yeah. He we don't really like, care about in this episode. Yeah. Hey, Asian David's got to respect him. <laughs> Obviously not. Asian yeah. David Aww. gets so little screen time. Um. Thomas Jerome Newton is like, hey, I know we're a man down. I'll take over that third, the the third target that the dead shapeshifter was supposed to do. Carry your task. Miss, the, the secretary is like counting on us. He mentions a secretary at some yeah. point. Well, no, I the assume... secretary. Yeah, the secretary. So that makes it sound like secretary of state or like some sort of government position is what I, my yeah. thought was. Yeah, secretary so... of agriculture. <laughs> well no secretary of uh communications for typewriters interior <laughs> interior the interior yeah i yeah. don't know american politics they I have don't. a weird there's so many of them there are a lot housing David, do, you have any, urban... do you have any guesses on who the secretary is housing and urban development this is all just a condo plan I assume it's Waltronit is my current uh, assumption interesting alright because they already sort of set Waltronit up as an important character earlier with the um, uh, with the uh, flashback episode and honestly logically it makes sense if Walter's the only person on our side who could figure out how to cross worlds that the only person on their side is also Walter and if Walter on our side made ZFT when he was sane, it would make sense that the alternate Walter also made a sort of ZFT organization, which would explain the shapeshifters and the such. Alrighty. Well, my current uh, understanding. We shall see as we go on, as I try and always say whenever David makes his predictions. <laughs> when I'm always 100% right with my predictions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never missed a shot. Burles and Nina are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and it was true <laughs> been riding that high ever since yep. forever dude i'm never gonna let it die <laughs> but yeah um they they go off to do their jobs um because they are also good at their jobs um, a little bit too good and especially considering their jobs involve murder yeah um because we follow as as i said asian david gets like no screen time uh because we follow the 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 female uh shapeshifter and instead get to watch her go and say hello to ben McAllister. um and the actress looked really familiar in this scene um do we know her from anywhere uh like this scene specifically she looked super familiar let me look up her uh, IMDb. Trying, 
She does have that. She oh, has like, I have seen her somewhere else. Like she has a very distinct facial structure, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, she was in the Nancy Drew TV show. Interesting. <laughs> As you guys look that up, essentially, so she uh, tracks down the dude um, and is like, oh, I'm a pretty girl. Uh, pretty girls can do anything and not seem creepy. Did you watch The Magicians? Yes, I did. Oh. She was Eve in The Magicians. Oh, that makes so much sense. Okay, okay. Man, See, that was a I dark knew, show. I, I knew I recognized her somewhere. Okay, so yeah, then she does like the, uh, I'm going to ask for directions to like get uh, into, to talk to him. And then she, he explains some directions to a street. She gives him like, I don't know where that is, which, hey, I've been on that side of life a lot. <laughs> People give me directions and I go, listen, that, that went in one ear, went in at the other. He's like, let me write that down. She's like, oh, thanks. I have some paper. She hands over the piece of paper. And in the most terrifying move, I think, ever, <laughs> the piece of paper just has a printed out picture of the dude. And he looks at it, looks at her, and she smiles. It's, <laughs> and I'm just like, it's so Jesus good. fucking Christ, this is so messed up. It's so good. That's someone who knows how to have fun at work, though. <laughs> that is such it, a power move. It's and ridiculous. listen, she is about to go have fun at work because she's about to go work at a bank. <laughs> <laughs> it just cuts, and we know exactly what happened. Like, it's, I appreciate Fringe the not having to show us her kill him. It just cuts, and we're like, yeah, that dude's dead. <laughs> it's really good. Like, it's. <sighs> That is, I think, one of the best scenes in this episode. Just that <laughs> sequence. It's it's, it's so like good. better. It's better than the next snap, even. Like it's yeah. It's such. It's better than like her doing a solid neck snap. Like you know what's coming. <laughs> I don't know. Also, if she intended to come off as that creepy with the smile, or if it was supposed to be like ooh, innocent smile. And it seems like then such a, like yeah yeah that's you now you think yeah. <laughs> But you yeah. can't guess what happens next. It's your death. Because <laughs> the dude looks so concerned, which he would be. <laughs> uh. But yeah, um, he's he's dead. Um, in case you in case you didn't get it from that scene, uh, he's dead. But don't worry, he still gets to go back to work. His lunch break is over, so he does have to go back to work. Um, <laughs> uh, we cut back to the lab, and um, Astrid is. In the lab, I think she's chopping like licorice. Yeah, because uh, Walter's looking for memory aids again, so he's outside counting cars. And... I think the licorice was a thing he we've referenced or they've referenced before in Fringe. Yeah, right. Well, because she's she's chopping it, and I think in a previous episode, Walter's. Oh no, that was the the worms when Olivia wanted her memory jogged. Yeah, but I think they've mentioned licorice before. Yeah, being one. Well, of Walter's, Walter's always aids. munching on licorice, so yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, Walt or Peter start talking to Olivia, and he's like, "Hey, I think I know why Walter's been acting strange recently." Um, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to and Olivia's like to gaslight Peter. <laughs> yeah, Olivia's like, "Oh shit, what?" Um, and he's like, "Oh, he wants to talk to you about my mom and how, um, he knows Peter knows that she didn't die in a car crash like Walter told him when he was a kid." But instead, killed herself, and he's now, like, "That's why sure Walter's been she weird." Killed herself. <laughs> oh, it's rough. <laughs> are we sure she killed herself? Because could she have actually just died in a car accident? Because no. Peter never states why. I, I don't know. 
I assume it gets brought up again. That's why you guys get so quiet. <laughs> I'm assuming. Oh, I'm assuming Peter being like, I know she killed herself. I'm pretty sure that's your confirmation that yeah, she killed herself. Because okay. the show. I don't been, know. I don't trust sh- anything anymore. <laughs> that's fair. That's a that's a good that's a good way to take it. Yep. Uh, um, and Olivia's like, hey, just remember, your dad loves you very much, no matter what he says. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's Oh, it's so obvious. Gaslighting. Like, <laughs> Gaslighting. Uh, and Walter bursts in before anything more can be said, and he's like, I need six car batteries, a voltage transformer, several yards of 10-gauge electrical wire, and a corpse that's been dead for no more than two days. Which, of course, the FBI can get for him, because those are completely reasonable requests. Asking for someone's dead body is completely okay. Someone's recently dead body. (laughs) It's the FBI. They are loaded on recently dead bodies. I know, but I feel like... uh... (laughs) I don't think that's the point, is the problem. Like, even bodies that are donated to science first get to go through a funeral and shit. Like... (laughs) Yep, but hey, uh... (laughs) Surely, surely there's some terrorist cell that just needs to disappear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know, man. This guy's pretty white that we see out of this. Like, <laughs> Hey. This is hey. 2010. <laughs> Domestic terrorism was on the rise ever since. That's it fair. It could still be. That's, that's very fair. <laughs> I was going to say, though, this was 2010. Like, we, we, weren't, uh, we weren't at that point in TV um, shows. Listeners, if you're offended by that, come at us. <laughs> come at me come at me <laughs> David oh, he's no. not on the discord anymore <laughs> you, you have to off. look he's gone you have to look for fights elsewhere that's why I'm doing it on the podcast <laughs> listen David just wants engagement <laughs> oh man yeah that'd be great <laughs> somebody oh. talk to me please there's a Capcom game coming out free on Nintendo Switch. A Capcom arcade. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, they uh, do get we, the dead body. <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, go back to uh, we go yeah, back we, to the bank first. Yeah, we do get the we do get the bank first. And look, McAllister's totally fine. Nothing bad happened to him. He the girl just asked for directions and happened to have a photo of him. Um, yeah. And was like, "Listen, I heard you're really into typewriters. Um, <laughs> you want to be really into me." Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> Why no. is she? <laughs> is I'm pretty she sure she's seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Nick, why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> hmm? Listen, we've we've had this joke for multiple episodes now. <laughs> it's unfortunately now a running joke of the podcast. <laughs> Isn't uh, that great? <laughs> it's super great. I'm so glad that that's a running joke. Yeah. It makes me really but, yeah, happy. Newton shows up at the bank and uh, McAllister takes him into the back of the bank and Newton pulls out a cylinder and a little handheld thing, marks a spot on the floor, and then it's like acid or he pours some gel out from the tube and it's basically acid and it bol- yeah. burns a hole in the floor. It's some impressive shit. Like that's that's yeah. that's better than well, most drills. It's it fucking alien blood. A perfect circle. <laughs> like it's a gorgeous like job. Yeah. It's it is really good. And so good that they have to cover it up by standing on it um when yeah, someone comes down. It doesn't burn a shoe. <laughs> it's fine. It's in the oh. ground now. 
Uh, <laughs> That's how acid works. The fumes do nothing. Exactly. Acid yeah. fumes are nothing. Right, David? Acid fumes do nothing. <laughs> you yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was cleaning uh, one of my stainless steel pans the other day, and I was like, oh, I know. I'll just like boil some vinegar on it and scrape off anything stuck to it. Basically deglaze it to clean it. Yeah. And it worked very well. And as I was pouring the vinegar down the sink, I was standing over the sink and some of it came up and I just went, oh, God, I breathed in vinegar and vapor form. Oh, geez. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't anything as bad as like my roommate and friend coming (laughs) over and saying, hey, smell this. It's not acid. I never said it wasn't acid. He just said, hey, smell this and held a test tube out. So I took it and smelled it and it hurt so bad. <laughs> what was that again? I was glacial acetic acid. It's like, it's like vinegar, monster. just stronger. <laughs> You're a motherfucker. <laughs> Anyhow, we go back to the lab where they're trying to bring the dead baby shapeshifter back to life. To question it, you know. Yeah, as you do. Sense. So, Walt, yeah, Walter's like, they're machines, so I just put electricity in it, and it should start working again. <laughs> That's how machines work, right? Oh, yeah. He, Machine broken. Not enough electricity. And, hey, we'll give it this body to act as a template <sighs> so it can actually, like, take a form. Ugh. And uh, it works in and the end. And now the worst scene of this episode happens. <laughs> It, it asks for help, which Ugh. I think is the worst thing. Well, no, I'd like to point out before then, they're like, hmm, let's try 80 amps to start. Which is so much. <laughs> insane. That's a ludicrous amount of that current. Is, that is an insane <laughs> amount of current. And then they're like, oh, that did nothing. All right, bump it up to 110. That didn't do anything. 140. And at that point, it blows a fuse, which like... What the fuck were they what hooked up to? What kind of fuses do you have? <laughs> oh. It's just an insane amount of, of, of current. <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, the shapeshifter is like, mentions Newton, mentions some woman's name, uh, well, Daniel Verona. Yeah, Verona. Um, and then he um, grabs Walter and says, I'm sorry. <laughs> Which is another point to me being Walter Nitt is the bad guy. <laughs> I was going to say, David, how's, how's that theory going? Because <laughs> <laughs> when the shapeshifter sees Walter and goes, I failed, I'm sorry. As they're dying breath. A little bit of a warning sign. Mm-hmm. Fringe would never foreshadow. Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> Fringe uh, never foreshadows. What is this? No, Peter's just from this side. It's fine. Yeah. What if, David, how upset, legitimately, how upset would you be if they dropped that story thread and were like, no, 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 Walter just like cloned him. That flashback was wrong. See, I would buy that if that was a season five reveal, because then I would get why people don't like that season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just Charlie and I that don't like that season. It got rated pretty high. Yeah, no. I'm, we'll I'm, get to it. I have issues. I have so many issues. I'm concerned that the premise of this entire podcast is false. <laughs> <laughs> and people love season five of Fringe. And it's going to be real awkward if we ever get to it. Well, I mean, no, that best, was that the, was the point of this podcast. We're going to get to it. And you're going to go, guys, this season's fine. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> wrong with this. What's bad about it? <laughs> well, if it's anything like Bound, I'll hate it. <laughs> like... 
the whole season is just bound. It's just giant viruses. Well, no, it's just the endless eight of bound. Yeah. Every single episode is bound back to back to back. Just reacted every time. Oh God. Okay. We gotta, we gotta start burning through this. Oh yeah. Like an hour. All right, Charlie, I believe in you. You got, you got the burn here. Oh God. I'm rushing. Okay. You're, you're, you're Um, burning to start. I'll take over when necessary. Oh God. Okay. Give me. Ah, Reggie's up next. See, Charlie, this is what you got to compete with. This is get better. <laughs> um, uh, the FBI then tracked down Daniel Verona. He's coming out of a grocery store because, like, he's a nerd who eats. So, you know, not a shapeshifter at this point. Um, he doesn't have a Tom- bunch of thermometers. You're all right. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Drone Newton, I think from a nearby block, um, reports that, like, calls 911 is like, hey, a guy that looks exactly like me is having a heart attack and then hangs up and then swallows something and gives himself a heart attack. <laughs> he is, a he is really badass. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, back at the FBI building, they ensure they double check that Daniel Verona is in fact all flesh and blood and not a little bit mechanical. Uh, his blood is red. Uh, but Burles is like, no, 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 no. Shoot him in the head. Anyways. I mean, perform additional testing. <laughs> You sure Walter doesn't need another corpse? We can like listen. Let's bring let's bring over Daniel Verona to this guy. Maybe we'll get the maybe we'll get the shapeshifter to talk more. Yeah, and Olivia's like, why do they want a medical examiner from Boston General? And then we cut to Boston General. Um, uh, Thomas Jerome Newton is uh being wheeled in in a body bag into, I guess, the corpse holding room, the morgue. See, it doesn't look like the morgue, though, because it's not... Like... They literally call it the morgue, though, later. Yep. Okay. I always thought morgues had, like, the, the steel cabinets to keep the bodies cool. They Did do have use... that in this room. Okay. It just seems weird that they left him in just the body bag. Uh, but oh. yeah, no. He uh, Trojan horses it, and as soon as the person leaves, he unzips himself from the body bag, because he's completely fine. Shapeshifters can't have heart attacks. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Again, um, another reason why we should institute locks on body bags. Seriously, zombies, shapeshifters, like, ugh. How many, how many heist movies have the main plot as I'll <laughs> pretend to be dead and unzip this body bag from the inside? What happens when that plan goes to hell when someone puts a super shitty suitcase lock linking the two zippers together? Or what if you just <laughs> didn't have the two zippers on the inside? It, yeah, it's just like Velcro latches all the way down. Well, no, the the zippers are only on the outside, you know, like a backpack. I mean, but you can still, like, put your finger on the inside of the zipper cloth and undo it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not that smart. They're in a dark room with, they're in a dark bag with, you know, lack of oxygen. It's fine. What if they just zip tie it? <laughs> that would what also if we just get started burning corpses on site? Listen, we're not that far in the pandemic yet, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. That that would solve the issue of when someone is illegally dead. Um, sorry, sorry illegally say. dead? Well, legally dead. Oh, that, I thought you said illegally solve- dead, and I'm like, how are you illegally dead? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> we had to arrest Nick the other day. He was illegally dead. Uh, I mean, I mean, in some areas, what was it? The the punishment for suicide was death. Well, no, the punishment for suicide. So. Pu- <laughs> <laughs> I think that did exist at some point in some countries, but uh, suicide, I think, is marked as a felony in many places. 
because it allows for police to essentially break through doors and stuff if so suspected suicide is happening. Ah. Which is why it's a felony, because otherwise, the way the legal system works, they don't, they're not allowed to go in, right? Because it's a felony, okay, they have probable cause, they can break into an apartment to stop the felony. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Does make a lot more sense, then. The, the thing that kills you should still come with the punishment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyhow, yeah. he, he pulls off, um, an, he pulls out another metal, uh, metal cylinder and it's like the same one he had at the bank, so there's probably more acid gel in that. What if you swap that with someone's like toothpaste? Oh, jeez. Well, I assume the toothpaste would start melting before they got it into their mouth. Would it, though? Because it took a second to melt on the floor. I mean, do you, like, because when you put toothpaste on your toothbrush, I usually run it under the tap first, and See, then, I like, don't. I wet my toothbrush, and then I put the toothpaste on. Okay, so you would have melted face mouth. I would be okay. Nick, what about you? Would you have died? Um, depends. I, what? General, what? I, well, Why I, are you so vague? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're asking you a simple question. Do you wet the toothbrush before or after you put the toothpaste on it? I legitimately, nah, most of the time I wet the toothbrush beforehand. You're a weirdo. You're both weird. Nah, uh, the problem, the problem, the reason why I say depends is literally sometimes I just do it after. But like, I don't know, that, that washes away the toothpaste sometimes. You guys are weird. Yeah. No, I think Charlie's right. You're in the minority, David, which means you're the worst and you're stealing my jobs. <laughs> yeah. I think that makes your birthday happen on a, like, holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those people are the worst. Stop no, ruining Christmas. <laughs> People with birthday holidays are the worst. That's fuck just you, a fact. I, fuck you, Sir Isaac Newton. <laughs> uh. Um, uh, we go back to the bishop residence, and Walter or Peter finds that um gets a call from Olivia telling them about uh, Daniel Verona. Um, and Walter is upset and uh, takes it out. Takes out his frustration on a loaf of unsliced bread. Why, Fringe Wiki, are you saying it's unsliced? Why does that matter? Uh, it, <laughs> the, uh, Fringe really weird because I can tell that your person was in 2010, wrote the Act 5 part, but none of the previous acts. Oh my god. Um, Walter should have been more careful with his initial dissection of the embryotic shapeshifter. The damage he did was stupid and inexcusable and may what? have cost the team valuable information. Peter calms his father down and asks his dad to go get some rest as well. The endearment, dad, tugs on Walter's heartstrings a bit, since Peter always refers to him by his first name, as Peter saunters off for some sleep. <laughs> Why? Why do we have to read the first Walter declares he thinks you might know what Because Peter saunters off for sleep. <laughs> it is really good. <laughs> uh, but Walter figures out what Newton's going to do and um, yep. pull Olivia out of bed and goes over to the bishop's house and they have... We're back to Walter's science lessons, which is great because I always love those little bits. <laughs> and um, they've got two cars set up and three harmonic rods making like an equilateral triangle. And... Basically, you get three points to harmonize and frequency right, and you can create a bridge between the two universes, is, yeah. is the point of this demonstration. 
Yeah. And so um, then they uh, go, they, oh, shit, that's not good. <laughs> hey, and the universes are going to be in sync tomorrow afternoon. Huh. Which means, which means tuning forks will work, but like fancy ones. Yeah. <laughs> no, what if it was just big tuning forks? <laughs> what if, oh, no, what if What if they built buildings like well, well in advance and the buildings were just big tuning forks and that was the reveal? Are you the plot from a Doctor Who episode about Shakespeare? That sounds about right. Are you the plot of Full Metal Alchemist? <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. Oh, I, I didn't know that one. <laughs> oh, you spoiled Full Metal Alchemist for him? <laughs> <laughs> Nick's never going to watch Full Metal Alchemist. Just out of that, think. David, one day I will. <laughs> you, you'll never know Excellent. when, but one day I Excellent. will. Excellent. My plan is working. <laughs> Then the entire group will have seen it. Will I they? tried to introduce some anime into Nick. <laughs> How'd that work out, David? That's pretty good. I think you enjoyed uh, Madoka. We watched like four episodes of it was the problem. That okay, was... back on track. Yes. Um, we're now into Act 5, according Ooh. to the Fringe Wiki. I don't know Ooh. how they divvy up these acts. Commercial breaks? Commercial breaks. Okay. Uh, we see a Stoner Boyfriend who is now... David Wu, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Asian. We we do get to see Asian David for like a scene. Yeah. Asian yeah. David. The the wiki now calls him Line Man Wu. <laughs> That's insulting. <laughs> so not even Asian David. Um, but he's up on a telephone pole putting the third harmonic device in. Um, and he his supervisor is like trying to call him being like you should be at third and spencer what are you doing hey, asshole. Um, <laughs> the shapeshifter just ignores the radio call for his victim what it just, listen, listen guys don't draw Charlie, attention to the bad fringepedia <laughs> Charlie, like, there's fringe fringepedia literally doesn't exist anymore so like you gotta you gotta work past it yeah no so here Never. i'll Charlie, I can, I can take over if you want um, yeah. So yeah, we um, we also learn that um, because it needs to be an equilateral triangle, we got to figure out where they put these tuning forks because it could be anywhere in Boston. We have no idea where. But like, wait, why were we using all of those people? Um, so <laughs> they go and they're like, oh shit, he works at the like hospital and his house is right nearby. So that's probably one of the points. Um, and they're like, oh, also, we found this dead body of this banker. And they're like, oh, cool, point number two. Um, and then because it's an Fuck equilateral yeah, triangle. dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point, the police are just like, holy shit, where's the serial killer that's doing this? The FBI's like, oh, don't worry about it. We got it, guys. Uh, <laughs> Any more um, weird bodies just to make our job easier? <laughs> and yeah, no, they, they're then like, cool, it could be one of these two points. This obvious location, the park, or this weird spot over a river. Why would anyone do anything over a river? That's stupid. And it's Olivia obviously goes, not the river. <laughs> and then Olivia goes, oh shit, wait, water, it'll diffuse all the energy. Is there a bridge? And then Peter looks at it and goes, yeah, yeah, I guess there is a bridge. Yeah. And Walter goes, <laughs> so oh shit, I should have told So you mean it's not a random place over the water? You mean it's on a bridge? <laughs> you mean the FBI doesn't have updated maps? To be fair, it's not actually a bridge. The bridge is, like, halved. There's no it's center to it. It's a condemned bridge. <laughs> yeah. It's a Brit. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically the middle is missing, so it's a Brit. <laughs> Briga? <laughs> uh, the, the, a Briga. 
Abriga. That's it's Swedish. Hurdy dirty dirty. God damn it. <laughs> You're the one who made the reference. But uh, also, like, is Raiden Lake now like highly irradiated? <laughs> is that so. what's gonna happen to the Charles River? Most oh, likely. Hey, it's the Me River. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> my name appears in this too, David. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> only Nick doesn't get one. That's what you guys <laughs> to be think. Fair, your name you appeared in all of season one as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guys think. I've been lying. My real name's Thomas this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's real name is Thomas Jerome Newton. <laughs> he doesn't want to say it because he's an actual supervillain. <laughs> uh. But yeah, no, um, let's cut to that river even uh, right now where I'm standing by the water close to it. Um, <laughs> and I'm starting to set up all of my equipment. Um, it's really cool. Um, Why is the typewriter convention person? is happening outside of this, uh, beside this river. Um, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing, nothing weird is happening at all. The Boston police definitely aren't showing up those goddamn snitches. Um, I've... <laughs> Hey, my my two friends, go get rid of them. <laughs> my two goonies, go kill these cops. <gasps> is this the new no, no, Elder Scrolls game? No, it's online because it was Zenimax online. Oh, okay. Never mind. Continue. Hey, still still time stamping this episode. Hey. Um But yeah, no. Uh, they um they, they go in the those those cops sure are completely normal. Um nothing weird about them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wait, but what's weird with the cops? Eh, nothing yet. Um, but yeah, Olivia's driving up and she's talking with Peter and Walter, and they're like, "Yeah, the plan is to get a pneumatic hammer and play it as close to the focal point as possible to disrupt the frequencies." Yep. Instead of like, could you not? I guess they're super tiny, so you wouldn't be able to be like, "Go look." find the well no he, they do say that they're sending out teams to the like general locations but like maybe we'll find them like, I mean just like blow up the bank <laughs> <laughs> it's just money Charlie we're in this universe not the other side <laughs> just blow it all up blow up the morticians <laughs> blow up the bank oh yeah I see what I, I remember what you mean now those yeah. cops are totally normal. Those cops cause... are completely normal when um, Olivia gets there. Uh, <laughs> she looks at them, says a couple of things. Well, no, she's miles. like, hey, we're, the FBI's here. And they're like, oh, let me just get my sergeant on the line. And then, and then shoots, then him, shoots him in the head. Executes one of them. <laughs> and then <laughs> Peter's like, isn't Peter like, what the fuck did you do that for? And she's like, he was a sergeant. No, no, be well, like, no. <laughs> no, she says a real police officer wouldn't call her sergeant on a cell phone. <laughs> Just like, you don't know that oh, for yeah. sure. It's such flimsy reasoning. <laughs> Listen, Olivia's really good at killing shapeshifters. Like, they, they, they were doing their best to make sure that no shapeshifter bullshit would be happening in Fringe. They're like, oh, God, we introduced these things. Oh, these these are the worst for TV shows. And I'm like, hey, what I if just, Olivia I, always got it? I would take hey. the headcanon that Olivia just has, like, a psychic detection ability See, or I was, something. See, I was going to say, maybe they're shimmering a little bit, and she, like, subconsciously still doesn't realize yeah. it, and this is her justification. <laughs> like, that's that's fine. Like, I would... I'd, appreciate that more than a real police <laughs> officer wouldn't call their sergeant on a cell phone <laughs> executed like what the what radio cop has their broken. sergeant's cell number 
but yeah, um, they fortunately Olivia was right and doesn't have to explain this to a lot of people. Um, <laughs> you go to jail. <laughs> Um, and instead, because because Olivia is fortunately right, she gets into a gun shootout with this uh, with the other police officer. A gun shootout. I, I, I oh. added no word to it. I was like a gunfight. <laughs> then I was like a shootout. I was like a gun shootout. A gun shootout. Much more bang, dangerous bang. than the commonly known <laughs> knife shootouts. <laughs> or the truly terrifying whip shootouts. <laughs> What did he do, officer? He threw a length of cord at me. <laughs> it kind of hurt. I kind of liked it though. Oh. <laughs> he Nick, gave himself why? he gave himself up after I said harder daddy. <laughs> See, I didn't take it that far. <laughs> also, Olivia gets the best fucking cover in the shootout behind some skids. <laughs> Like, she's like, I know what stops bullets. Wood. And then, so, so important thing to note, this shootout is happening, and Walter's sitting in the car going, oh, shit, they're, I guess they're, they're in a, I guess they're doing a gun shootout right now. Um, oh, fuck. And then he looks at the clock, uh, looks at the clock and goes, oh, no, I gotta make it to the center of the bridge, and just drives, just gets in the driver's seat and drives to the center of the bridge. I really thought Walter was gonna run the dude over, is what I thought was gonna happen. <laughs> that would've been so good. <laughs> it would've been a much better application of the car. <laughs> um, I'd also like to point out at this point something that we've uh, missed is as they're driving over, um, Walter goes, "Yeah, by the way, don't stand at the center, um, like where this is happening. Uh, the, oh, yes. the 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 shock waves that are going to be formed by this could rip a man apart, <laughs> which we do which we do see later. Uh, and yeah, they yeah. Peter Peter sends everyone back to do the final stuff with the hammer." One FBI agent stays behind on the bridge with him as Broyles, Olivia, and Peter, or Walter, sorry, um, all get off. And hey, that nameless FBI agent, you think he's going to get ripped in half? He gets snapped is what happens to him. <laughs> that is exactly oh, what it looked like to me. <laughs> it's traumatic looking is it's, what it is. So I'd he's also like, like to point out that like they've got this thing where like Peter's on a MacBook like trying to like make his beats um happen at the same time and the bass cannon hits and then all of a sudden this guy gets snapped <laughs> that was all that i got from this episode yeah that's basically all that happens a figure is like on the because the center of the briga is coming into focus to turn it into a bridge um and then like a blast happens and peter is thrown against the car and his ears are bleeding um and then he gets knocked unconscious and wakes up in the hospital. But and hey, Olivia has some ice chips for him. But hey, the pneumatic okay. hammer was fine. Um, they got yeah. that thing working, and that that guy wasn't able to actually walk across the bridge and or Briga, um, excuse me, uh, <laughs> and enter our universe. He wasn't able to walk off of his i. And we're back. Uh, where did we lose it? <laughs> I don't know. God damn it. My base cannon okay. jumps either gone or just around. Yeah. <laughs> Quick recap. Peter started his own rave on the bridge, and then the base cannon hit. Ha ha, my joke. Very funny. God damn uh, it. FBI agent got <laughs> snapped Got snapped like Thanos, and then Peter, the base cannon hit again, and Peter got thrown backwards into the car and wakes up in the hospital, and Olivia gives him ice chips. Yay. <laughs> Boom. Done. This all happens. <laughs> <laughs> David goes, how does that happen? 
<laughs> um, and then Walter comes in, and you're like, holy shit, are they going to dodge out of this again? I really thought they were going to mention it again, <laughs> and I was going to get real annoyed. Uh, um, Peter um, is like, hey, I saw a dude on the bridge. Um, and Walter's, uh, and like the FBI agent died and he's like, I didn't die because I vibrate at the right frequency for that universe. And the dude on the bridge didn't die because he's from that universe. Ergo, I must be. So like FBI agent died because of vibrations. Dude on bridge didn't die because of vibrations. I didn't die. Ergo, I must be from other universe. Which is like some leaps of logic, but makes sense yeah yeah and so this is where peter's like i'm from an alternate universe oh god angst oh woe is me and then walter's like son and then peter's like i'm you're not i'm not your son i have no father well no i do he's just not here (laughs) (laughs) screw the rules i have money oh geez that's a that's (laughs) That's dating yourself dude <laughs> my favorite my favorite line on that joke is but alas I was young and poor and therefore had no money to screw the rules. Huh. And yeah. yeah, basically Peter's like you took me from the other side and Walter's like you were dying over there and you died here and I went there to save you and that's why your mom killed herself. <laughs> Don't mean to dump on you but like <laughs> <laughs> the, you are the reason why your mom killed herself. Yep, definitely not me. Definitely none of my <laughs> actions. This is entirely on you, son. And he's like, "I'm not your son anymore." <laughs> Peter's like, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna go. And the, gonna go away now. Bye." Um, and then we cut back to Thomas Jerome Newton, and he's in a lab. And hey, man from the bridge, because it did become a bridge at some point. Um is undergoing recovery and it's like got an IV drip and uh, TJN gives him, that's right, I'm calling him by uh, you're, three you're letters doing initials now. now. God that's damn. that's yeah. also okay, just as long as you represent all three names. Yep. <laughs> TJN represent. DRJ, um, is TJN. Giving him some uh, IV drips and he keeps calling him Mr. Secretary Um, and the dude seems to be in pain and Newton, sorry, TJN is like, sleep when you wake up you'll be um you'll be okay you'll be stabilized um and then we go back to the bishop house for the last scene astrid is with walter he walter's made like all these baked goods for peter as he waits for him to come home and astrid is like it's it's super late at night and probably peter's probably still asleep just wait and walter's like no 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 we're going to go visit him are you going to drive me or am I going to have to get a cab? Mm-hmm. Um, then Olivia and, comes in to drive him to the hospital instead, right? That's what happens. It's yeah. Completely happy. Totally. Uh, except, oh, wait, why would you go to the hospital? Because Peter's not there because he checked himself out and isn't at the lab and isn't answering his phone. He's gone. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. That pre-finale drama. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, David, are you excited for the next episode where we're definitely going to continue on this storyline? Oh, I 100% believe it's going to be a filler. (laughs) Oh, no, but it's the best kind of filler. Oh, is it the weird episode next? Yeah. Yeah, it's episode 19. Ooh, that is exciting. I'm excited for it. 
Um, the observer was at the bank when Newton was approaching the bank teller, and sorry, when TJN was approaching the bank teller, and the glyph for this episode was bridge. Fittingly enough, not Brit. Uh, it wasn't Briga. No. The ID was there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm upset about this previ- previously. So, David, this one I'm is sorry such trash. This one's really trash, and I even have to edit what they say there so that we don't. None like... of them are real. <laughs> so, so David, do you want to take like any guess, and I can just tell you you're wrong. Last episode was shapeshift, not shapeshifters. We're horrible tumor man, right? Yep, White um, Tulip. This really solid episode. This episode's about bridges. No, last episode was White, tu- white, white Tulip, right? Robo- uh, Robocop. Yeah. This episode's about bridges. There was a bridge in the last episode, and that represents this episode. Close. And by that, I mean not at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's... God, I feel like this one's wrong. This, this one just feels wrong. Um, so there is a bus at one point that has a motto on it. And the motto is be there in no time, um, which foreshadows the nearly what? instantaneous transfer between universes that's done by our mysterious Mr. Secretary and the shapeshifters. That feels like more of an in-episode reference to time travel. It really does. That, or, feels- you know, public transit. <laughs> This one, this one does make me upset. This one, I think, is I'm I'm sure there's a better next episode clue that I can find, but I'm not doing that. Yeah, because they're not real, and you're just randomly assigning value. But hey, don't worry, David. The red green was at least in this episode. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Stained glass Stain. windows. Yeah. Um, I feel like a better next episode clue. Just like in the last episode, like bridge over troubled water somewhere. Get it in there. Yep, that would have been and great. That, that's perfect. Or, like, have three tuning forks or three things pointed towards, like, a car or a person somewhere. Oh, actually, because all of us were too grossed out by that guy's body, what we didn't realize was that there were three <laughs> tuning forks and a perfect <laughs> equilateral triangle in his chest. No, <laughs> they hit we it in plain sight, amazing. those madmen. We, we didn't miss it. The set designers and everyone actually thought of it. The editors fucked up and cut those scenes out of the episode. They went, those are too graphic. You can't have metal sticking out of his chest like that. It's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) And they went, fine. I guess we'll put in this public transit motto. (laughs) All right. uh, Mailbag. There is no mail. (laughs) Uh, Episode reviews or ratings, I guess. This is a good episode. Yeah. We're back on on plot. This is like a three and a half to four. Uh, This is a four for me. It was a good, it was a good episode. It had its issues for sure. Um, but overall, it was good. I enjoyed. Um, we also got more backstory on the observe or on the uh, the what they're whatever they are the shapeshifters, shapeshifters. which is cool. <laughs> yeah, more gross lore for them. Oh yeah, David, I'm expecting all of this in D and D at some point. Uh, anyways, uh, th- three and a half, four for me as well. <laughs> I'm I'm solid four here. I will stay higher than you guys on this episode. All right. So to also circle back on. Um, something else we've mentioned where we're gonna do that special uh anniversary episode oh, yay. of the podcast. Um I think ideally because uh, it's only an anniversary for us. It's not really an anniversary like for the podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but um if we try to schedule it, we'll say for January first release. And it's also just so, like a New Year's thing. 
Yeah, and then we got to schedule time to uh, record it. Yeah. I would, it's probably going to be um, two parts, is what I'm imagining. Uh, and will probably be around four to five hours long total, split God into damn. two parts, to save myself from editing. Hell. <laughs> and, and also Craigery hell. Yeah. Um, editing will be sparse that that'll probably be the first episode where we record our own tracks because <laughs> nice. i don't want to deal with sync issues i like that that's plan. that is completely fair I, I i like this i appreciate you doing both the like all of the work like charlie and i just have to show up for that <laughs> and i didn't even show up on time today yeah exactly yeah, it should be good time i have a pretty um good storyline i think for us are you going to um, include all of your like head cannon in it as well? Okay. Well, essentially, I can give you, <laughs> I can give you some of the the rough aspects of it. So essentially, it's going to be you two are going to be working for the FBI as a part of a separate task force that deals with previous fringe events. Essentially, so uh, essentially, the whenever the fringe, division. whenever the fringe team actually solves a fringe case. All the details of that fringe science gets put into a file and your task force tracks essentially any new cases that might relate to old fringe cases. Oh, the ghost network's going to come back. Yay. It has to. It has to. <laughs> now it has to. <laughs> yeah. I'll be upset at David if it doesn't. But yeah, that's essentially what the uh, plot is. Kind of like, um, Charlie, do you read um, the Marvel comics, the clean, the... What's it called? No. Uh, also, just no. Okay. <laughs> that does make All it right. easier. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so it should be a good time. Uh, we'll record that um, at some point as well. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, as always, you can find us at uh, Forsaf on Twitter, or you can send us an email at Forsaf at gmail.com. Um, you're listening to this episode so why don't you give us you know a review or subscribe to us uh, you can review us on itunes or at the google play store or you can come by podbean where we you know host our websites or host our uh, episodes and come say hi there or something i don't really know also please, just any interaction please oh yes also spotify uh, alexa tune in um i we're not on stitcher because that seems too classy for us and i don't want to put us on there <laughs> but that's what, basically that's what i like to hear anywhere you can find podcasts you can find us except for stitcher fuck that one <laughs> no, don't say that <laughs> now we'll never get on there and with that outro <laughs> The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under an attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.